Um, and now I'm with uh, Councillor Dennis Dixon. Um, Councillor Dixon, which area do you represent? Yes, I represent uh, St Hill Gorgie. There's quite a few people here today from the southwest of the city not very happy about the way that uh, third party grants have been allocated. Um, so, Council seem to have taken the right decision today? I think so, I think so. I've just seen this uh, motion that's, that's come to the, the committee uh, to, to, to defer the, the report effectively and hopefully review the way that these decisions have been made. Uh, I've got a bit of a background, a bit of understanding of how it, how it actually works, and I'm, I'm fairly sympathetic actually to some of the to the, to the officers in that it's it, it's 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 very very difficult when you have very little money to distribute and a huge amount of applications to distribute them to. And as I was saying to someone there in the corner, if you were to throw all the applications up the, up in the air and they were all to come down and land in the northeast of the Edinburgh, you'd probably say, well, I'm going to throw them up again because that's no fair. So uh, that's kind of the feeling out there that not, may not necessarily uh, purposely uh, certain uh, organisations in some of the city have been, have been kind of ignored. It's just the way the whole thing has, seems to have landed on the map, if you like, uh, and it does need to be re-looked at as to how we get into that situation, and I think that's what's going to happen going forward. And are you supporting some of the organisations in your area? Yes, yes, yes. I've just been in there listening to some of the deputations, and uh, Brady Ashrown and Sasha McLeod were in, uh, who are fairly prominent people in the area, uh, one with uh, uh, the former Broomhouse Centre and one with a big project, and I work very closely with them. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm supporting all of them and uh, have been speaking to them over the last couple of days, listening very much to their grievances as regard these grants, and it's very, very heartfelt, I can tell you. Sasha McLeod, the Managing Director of the Big Project in Broomhouse. Sasha, what, do you, what does the Big Project do? We deliver community-based youth work to 5- to 18-year-olds living in Broomhouse and Northside Hill, Parkhead and Sochton. And why were you here at the Council today? We're here today because we want to challenge the proposed budget that's been put forward, uh, which leaves South West with a total funding of 6.8%, and we feel that it's really discriminating against children and young people that are living in the South West of Edinburgh, and we don't think that it's fair and we, they deserve better. And you seem to have got a result here today because the Council yeah. have now decided not to take a decision here today and they are going to talk to you, it seems, uh, to come up with some new allocations and new figures. Is, is that the best you can hope for? I think it's the start of a process. I think it's good that uh, that, that, that was said today. I think it's really um, reinforced a belief that we can work together and that it is a partnership. So I think it's a good start, but it's a start and we'll need to see where it goes from here. <laughs> we're, we're very committed to being part of that and to fight for the, for the South West area. I know there are individual organisations that are here today in the deputation. We met with some yesterday, but we're here representing the whole area and that's what we're looking out for. Bridie Ashrow and I'm the Chief Executive of Space in the Broomhouse Hub. Bridie, I think you uh, you, you uh, talked them into silence today because the councillors on the committee didn't have any any questions for you afterwards. Uh, what was your main message today? Um, my main message was to actually ask them to delay the grants, but the great news is that they have delayed them. We wanted an impact assessment because we went away very swiftly after Wednesday night's results to find them have a better understanding for ourselves and only 
6% of the money was going into South West Edinburgh. And when we really analysed it, it was only 3% of the money was going in for the over threes. £110,000 for the next year out of a £3 million budget. So we wanted to be advocates for South West Edinburgh and our colleagues who were all very... Well, there was a few tears last Wednesday night, let's say, to put across, across a lot of organisations. But for our families, not for ourselves, for the young people that we work with. Um, but also that that could actually help illustrate for the whole city that it needs to relook at the way they're doing, making the decisions. They need to involve the, the police and housing and lo local organisations that can really know who's working on the ground. The local head of social work knows what we do, but I think maybe they weren't part of the process, I'm not too sure. So it's how is that process done that means we can really reach some of the deep pockets of poverty in the city, but anywhere with this young people, that they've got something great to do, whether that's curry or it's gorgie, that actually they've got opportunities then we'll have a happier and flourishing city. And you um, first heard about this last Wednesday night. Wednesday evening. Uh, Wednesday yeah. evening. We're here on Tuesday. Um, some people, other deputations this morning, have mentioned that this report, the findings, etc., have all been a bit secretive. Do you think that? Well, there's an element of that because there is no list of the disinvestments, so the list of organisations which haven't got money. So that's the, the big project around the corner from us, Queen's Award winning for volunteering, um, the, the work with families, um, and other parts of the city too. There are many, the do, there's no disinvestment list and there's no visibility of the scores. Um, so, you know, well, there may be great organisations based in London or Glasgow if they've got um, a, a fund, I always think that they really should be talking to government about their investments in the city, and the city council money should be championing local folk and local organisations. I'm not saying it's deliberate, but that type, that type of thing that builds trust, is if you can see that and it's really visible. And what's your next step going to be? Yeah, so our next step is actually to look at the proposed uh, proposal from the uh, coalition and interestingly also from the Greens today to say um, let's work together to get a better system and delay the process. Particularly we'd like some outside scrutiny, people who really understand the ecosystem of this third sector. You know, the, the person who got made redundant um, four years ago who's now working with local young people and found the money from various sources to go and do that himself. He's incredible. Who knows about him? Who's his champion in South West Edinburgh? I, I am, because I know what great work he's doing with kids who are sleeping on sofas and everything else. Really transient young people in terms of their housing, mo the most vulnerable young people. What a story that he turned that around, you know, um, and set up a new organisation. Or ourselves, an overnight success in 30 years has taken a lot of people to get to the day. So my next step is also to champion ourselves as well, but with together, South West is stronger together. Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Reporter podcast. Listen out for more episodes coming soon.